The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. All right there. Thank you, Alliance. And emails are just rolling in. Everyone else here said, John, speaking as a guy who in his mid-20s removed his dick from his life completely, I've never had another bad day. Signed Toledo's dad. Well, I mean, there's a difference between cutting that dick off and (laughs) I got about 20 of those. saw that one. (laughs) You say dropping dicks off and people automatically go to Toledo dad emails. Uh, then this guy says, after yesterday's uh, bit on digital blackface, you know, we talked about that. They talked to, uh, speaking of that, the digital blackface where they say the CNN reporter that wrote the thing and got great traction with it somehow. Uh, that uh, the, that Antoine dude, the raping everybody up in here guy, said uh, he's cleared it that, you, that white people, can, we can use his meme. Because he's like, the whites are the ones who pay top dollar. So he made it all he made it all bad for everybody that was for the digital. They're the ones paying for this. It's like Lavelle the other day. I didn't, I didn't get no check, so I, yeah. I didn't watch the last part yeah. of it. I don't care who's paying. Yeah. Everybody's green when it comes to that. If he's got the rights to that, like somehow or another he gets paid when people use, it. use that thing for like, you know, a, you know, a meme company has to pay him for his image. He doesn't care who's using that. It isn't racist. At all. Uh, I'll get to this guy in a second. I like that one. Yesterday was a uh, uh, an interesting day, too, because in the middle of the day, I get a text from the Suns. Listen to this. Try to do the math on this real quick. It says, uh, it's time now for your 2023 membership season ticket uh, playoff package. So what you do with this, for people who don't know what season tickets do, and it's a real kind of kick in the nuts, they renew your, your tickets in March if you want them renewed. That's up to you. You know, you can say no. And then you get hit with that bill in March of the year before. So for the 23-24 season, I've paid for my season tickets. Gladly enjoy it. They're actually pretty well priced. I'm not too upset with the price. You're paying for, uh, you know, 50 games essentially with, a, I guess, maybe not that high, 46, with preseason and that kind of stuff. You get all the games and everything else. It's nice. I got my parking pass. I don't use it too often, but when I bring guests, I said, it's great. Um, so I get that. That's March. A couple weeks later, you get a thing that says, time to pay for those playoff tickets. Playoff tickets are usually almost exactly or more than your season tickets. And you got to pretty much put a down payment on the whole deal. Like if they ran all the way through the championship... They basically hold that. You have to pre-commit. Kind of. Yeah, you commit wow. to the whole shebang. Now, you can pay as you go. It comes off your card as you go. But you're basically like, I'm in. And then whatever you don't use gets a <clears throat> Well, yeah, you're going to pull it. charged. Right? No, they, they, they don't charge you. So it's like it's oh, a hold, gotcha, and then they, they just don't okay. get it taken off. 
They just want to make sure your payment's going to fly. So, like, we're using the same card. What are we doing? So they just basically are getting their ducks in a row. It makes sense. Get the thing yesterday. It says, uh, here's the list and the uh, cost of your tickets for two of your uh, full season. I got two seats, right? So for two seats. Play-in games. Now, if the Suns keep, you know, if they fade, although Kevin Durant's coming back Wednesday, we think, for another eight, nine-minute warm-up. Uh, if you if he's playing, we'll be fine. If not, the Suns could slip down into the 8-9 seed, 7-8-9-10, has a single or two play-in Wait. games, oh, right? yeah. So uh, it says play-in games one and two. You've got to put money down for that. $1,770 per game. That's $3,400 for the play-in games. Two tickets, one ticket. That would be uh, for both tickets. Both tickets. Okay. $1,770. Round one is also $1,770. Per game, more than likely three. The Suns won't have home court. Round two, twenty two hundred ten dollars per game. So we're we're looking at now we're at seven. Now three more of those at two is six. That were thirteen thousand dollars. We're in round two. Right. Round three, uh, conference finals twenty five hundred dollars per game. So now we're 5K. looking at three more games. We're at thirteen thousand. Now we're at seventy five hundred more. We're at twenty one thousand dollars. A little over twenty one thousand. To get into the playoff thing. Uh, now let's go to the finals. Home games. Uh, if there's if there's four of them. So you got to pay for four, assuming that right. somehow or another they got the they home f- court. So they're doing four, right? Home games, one and two, are $4,900 each. So oh, that's another 10000 going more? Home games, three and, and four, are $7,500 each. So that's another 15, 15. So we're now looking at another. Like, we're up around $45,000 for the playoffs. And then, I'm, so as I'm penning my, hey, sons, go f*** yourself letter, <laughs> this is insane to think that that's going to be something you can just say. I get a letter immediately that said, we're so sorry. We don't know what happened. The algorithm got screwed up. All the ticket prices are really wrong. I, I guarantee you, like, every son, I get a text from Doug Hopkins. Do you see the prices for the t-? His were like $180,000 oh, to be oh down on the court. Wow. It was insane. So they, they sent a letter out immediately. They said, just ignore that last email. The whole... Like group of people that have season tickets were like, "Are you crazy? This team's not that sure good yet." You, Ishbia. We, yeah, Matt Ishbia is an asshole. <laughs> I don't even—I haven't met him for five minutes. That the prices just go seven times more than my season tickets. <laughs> crazy. So yeah, we've been looking at some high-dollar numbers. Had they gone through all the way to the finals, which, frankly, as a Suns fan, I root for, but don't think will happen. I just—I just don't see it can be when you play seven games as a team well, what's the point of the other you know 74 games you just played that yeah, we'll figure it out we only need seven games together maybe i don't know kevin durant's that good but uh so yeah so it was a little bit of a sticker shock and i, I was literally my, my guy's name is dylan dear dylan comma <laughs> how dare you <laughs> you need to go f- yourself and everyone you love and I'm midway through the second line, and I see ping on my emails. And like, oh, oh, it was a horrible error. A horrible <laughs> error. All said and done, it went from close to $50,000 to back around thirteen <laughs> for the whole thing. Oh, actually, it's twenty three with That's the final. That's what I figured. With the final average. Average. Half. Is that uh, what was the last time? Uh, yeah, probably okay. about the same. Yeah. It's about twenty three. For all the games in the finals, I mean, you're brilliant start, move because you're, now you're like, oh, it's just yeah. half. Yeah, they gave you the eight dollar <laughs> prices for gas, dropped them to five, and made me feel good about it. And it's still a, it's a kick in the nuts for that. You know, that's a lot. And oh. but my my thoughts are, 
the big ticket ones, the finals, probably not going to happen. So you can knock a few thousand off of that right away. Three of those games is probably seven or eight thousand bucks. This isn't going to happen. They're not going to be in a play on play in game if Kevin Durant stays on the floor for the next seven games. So they'll knock those two off. So you know, probably all said and done, it's like thirteen, fourteen, and I'm going to sell some of them. So we'll get a few of it back. But man, oh man, I was so depressed. I'm like, oh, I, I got to get out of this. This isn't a good return on investment at all. I enjoy basketball, but not to the tune of a brand new Corvette. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. But yeah, so they'll be back. And Kevin Durant comes back. And yesterday I was a little bit upset too because if DeAndre Ayton would have scored one more point, I'd have won $5,000. <laughs> one more point. He had 14. I needed him to get 15. One more point. I hate those Bahamanians. One more. Oh, it made me hate all the Bahamanians. <laughs> all them Bahamanians were. Uh, they were hearing it from me last night. But then I got over it. Uh, and then I read an article about uh, why Greek statues had little penises. Do you guys know the answer to that? You know, all the beautiful, godly men in the Greek statues have tiny Rudy dicks. I thought of one it. recently on the I don't know. Report, I, I don't remember that because I, I, I was fascinated by it. I think. It was a uh, a badge of honor back in the day to have, have a button? small dick. Big dicks were seen as animalistic, uh, gross, like like just uh, you know people who had bigger ones were dumb. Like you were a dumb person to have a big wang, and that is a smarter society. You don't have as many lunatics, you know, as the uh, as you do with the smaller PP people. Because nobody knew, like, you get a big wang, it's like, ugh. Now, somehow or another, uh, the women still made it so the bigger wings kept going. Because if we were in a society where ladies didn't like big wings, they'd have eventually bred themselves out. Evolution would have made it all tiny peepees. They definitely weren't uh, small on the streets of Pompeii, which is in They had some good Italy. ones there, huh? Well, yeah, just to signal which way the brothel is. Yeah. It was like an arrow. Yeah. It was just a... Big penis dork. just pointing, follow the where the. Well, you look at all the like the, the, the like they're what they, they got to do it bigger. The things they were attracted to were the same, like chiseled stomach, muscles. Yeah, you know, guys in good shape. They like that Adonis type body, but the statues all have tiny little peepees, and it was because back then that was the desired peepee, because you know the guys chiseling the marble had started that thing. They all had little dicks. If you were in charge of... They also, the Greek, you know, they also had to go through a couple of inches of hair, too. So that <laughs> kind of cut into a little... made it look... Just, a, yeah. You're saying aesthetically. You're using the excuses you use, still to this day, even for the statues. But you know <laughs> that... If, no Greeks. If you were in charge, Brady, of penis fashion, and you could, like, I am the one that brings what is... Like, you're the Dolce & Gabbana of peepees. <laughs> and putting out that, like, you know, the way that sometimes you look and... The pictures are like, who's wearing this stuff? And the next thing you know, people are wearing this stuff. Yeah. And you're the one saying, well, this is what I want the PP image to look like. I want it to be like mine. I don't want, I don't want to start telling everybody big wangs are hot. Except would, no, girl with no, with no girl with a small ass was, uh, was putting pictures out of Kim Kardashian as the lead. Like the, They want smaller butts to be popular because it makes them popular. That just tells me that the, uh, the sculptors all had little dicks. And they're like, we'll just tell society that little dicks are cool. And we'll make these hot guys have little dicks. Hot dudes have little dicks. And that's the better way. Big dick dudes are dumb. <laughs> Tom There's just, our shirt. Yeah. That's it. There's our dudes shirt. with big dicks are dumb. <laughs> Tom that's just a wrote, great dick. shirt. Tom just wrote, the Greeks were right. Small dicks you rule, you ladies. <laughs> that's right. Small dicks are awesome. 
they and it and it worked. It was a whole society of them going, yeah, but it failed. It did fail. Huh? It failed. The society oh, yeah, fell yeah, apart yeah, because yeah. when the Gauls came by and all the others from the other nations came They've by, got small dicks. they're big dicks, and they were. <laughs> and we knew they were dumb. They were just field workers, but they were, you know, wanging all the women. Were like, I've never felt anything like this before with my. I'm sure he's got great abs, but he's got no penis. These field workers, they're they're stupid, but these dungs are outstanding. It went back and forth with Turkey for a while. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Huh? What do you mean? Yeah, the they, Turkey, Turkey came back. They, 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 were, they, had, a, they had a border issue. Yeah, they had gotcha. border issues. Gotcha. They trade off every 200 years. And the Turkish would probably flop out these big dumb Yeah, dogs. I thought you were talking about that. Here's the other thing. Size. Back then, uh, hygiene was a problem for the majority of society. So the bigger your wang was, the more, the more gunk dirty. it probably yeah. had stuck to <laughs> it. Counting the way in the Olympics. It probably, okay. <laughs> it probably did. Because they ran naked. That's right. Well, and the, the big, early days. Big, big, big guy's not going to run as fast. Very true. They used to wrestle naked. Yeah, Brady knows the... Uh, that's true. The old Olympics were naked. I don't know why he's ruining it again. Are you going to bring up the combine next? The guy <laughs> yeah, the NFL combine in Greece was uh, all new. You're not jumping. <laughs> you, you sound like a guy defending little dicks a lot <laughs> this morning, Brady. You really... You seem too excited about this. I'm I could have been up. an artist. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been somebody. Could have been a contender. And I could have gone my way. Anyway. So I just thought it was an interesting little article. I didn't realize it was going to hit Brady so hard. The Olympics. <laughs> right. Yeah, the Olympics. If you had a big dick, you were slower. <laughs> You're not running fast. <laughs> Guys with big dicks are dumb. <laughs> Bradius Simplus is correct. <laughs> F you, Barry Wood. Biggest, dickest guys are dumbest. So, yeah, that's how it went back then. That's why all those statues have little wieners is because that was what the sculptors who were the fashion providers at the time of what a perfect body looked like were telling society this is a perfect man and big dicks were not the king brilliant you're thinking on the artist's side of it that if it were the other way around no no the person's head or anything other feature of the body people would have hated drawn into that people would have hated david if he was uh, seven inches just packing it it was flaccid just blang People would have hated him because most people didn't have, especially back then. They're all like 5'2", filthy, little tiny button. And now all these Adonises are up there and their ladies are walking by like, well, I can't keep up with this. So they gave him little wieners and made the guys in society feel great about themselves. It's genius. It would be like if Pornhub only did small penises to make you feel like, well, I got a little more than that guy. But no, it makes you feel less than a man to see blacked.com. And sometimes that's fun to watch. Do they, the the Do they have that on Pornhub? Do they have micro, micro peen on Pornhub? I don't know. I, I've never yes. searched that. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I've seen a they few. They got everything. Look, there's a few times, Brady, where I'm in mid-tug and the video, and I'm like, I'm bigger than this guy. This isn't a fantasy for anybody. It's tuft of hair. Yeah, I, yeah, I have to fantasy. And the girl's going, oh, ooh, oh, you're not enjoying a second of this. <laughs> with her two fingers. With it, yeah, quit. Yeah, you got. You, you, I'm watching you. I've seen ladies with like that need a third hand. That's the video I'm like interested in. Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. I want to see, want to see who's up first. Yes. And it's going to take a second. Yes. One, two, three, four. I'm first. I don't want to see some guy smaller than me living the dream. I'm fantasizing. On the flip side, you see Kimmy Granger take all of that. Oh, like, my Whoa. God. Kimmy and screaming thank you in the middle of it. <laughs> please, please, please more. Oh, man. Now that makes it. That little tiny thing. Please, please. Oh, come on. 
stop it. Just lay there and act like you're enjoying it, but don't get crazy. <laughs> I can't watch that. I need to know the damage is being done. I'm fantasizing when I watch that. I'm not thinking about regular, everyday Joes. Some normal broad. I want a girl who I know her parents are upset this is happening to her and a guy who's just wrecked so many lives he'll never be normal again. He had one option in life, and that was porn, because as a regular person, he would have hurt too many people. I think your first option when you go to porn is anything that's not normal to you. Exactly. It's like when Brady said he fantasized about his wife. I'm like, what the hell for? She's right there. (laughs) Why in the world would you fantasize what? It's like fantasizing about going into your own living room. Just do it. Yeah. Fantasies aren't supposed to be with things you're familiar with. They're supposed to be things you can't get to. No, that's your drop the virtual. That's your reality. Yeah, that's right yeah you don't have virtual reality <laughs> yeah. when you can wake it up. <laughs> hey, are hey, you up? Hey. <laughs> what? Oh, God. I'm going to go do this with someone else on a dreamscape. <laughs> and they don't fantasize about us either, and I don't want them to. <laughs> Last thing I want. Megan's sitting there thinking of me during some sort of a... Come on. Raise the bar. John, you made me think about it. Imagine the jam in those uncircumcised dickheads. Okay. Yuck. Come on. Too much. much. Yeah, too far. Look, sister, I don't need you emailing anymore. Also, that would interfere in the... Delete our number. Delete. Ma'am. What? The uncircumcised... Yeah. Did, did he just make a dad joke that I missed? No, I said that also interfere in the Olympics as well. Oh, the uncircumcised yeah. part? Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't. I wasn't there. <laughs> you, you have your drawing. He is fascinated yeah. with the Olympics. I love the Olympics. <laughs> the naked ones. <laughs> How did they do it? I wonder if there's Olympic porn. Let's see. John, have you ever seen <laughs> Dread? Giant dude, biggest wing oh, yeah. I've ever seen. Bangs white girls into butt. His name's Dread. Huge. His name's Dread. Right. That's the fantasy I'm looking for. <laughs> I want somebody that looks like they're not getting out of this alive. In the meantime, it's the most pleasure pain they've ever felt. That is a video I'm interested. In. I, hey, I I like that. I like John, I like when they try to make love. I like passionate oh, ones yeah. with dudes that have a leg for a and leg. Takes a turn, yeah. Usually, oh yeah, it gets a little weird in the middle. Where hey, like, John, turn off talk. Brett's headphones for a minute because uh, do you think this is why Columbus was such a dickhead to us Indians? Because he saw the red foreskin and was like, "We can't have that spreading around." Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think most Italians came here and saw Indian penises and said, "We've got to kill them." Oh. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, Red John. Savage wandering around here with his dick out. Put some pants on. John, I, for one, have always yelled to George Costanza. It was the pool. It was the pool. <laughs> it was in the pool. Anyway, that's why Greek statues have little penises. Is because back in the day, the sculptors were like, if we make them big, our wives will know that that exists. They didn't have porn. They didn't have pictures. They had thoughts. And if you drew little penises all the time. You know, she wouldn't talk about it with her friends, but she's like, mm, my man's a little bigger than these drawings. My man's bigger than David. How great would it feel to walk by the statue of oh, David and go, compare? Bigger than that guy. It would be awesome. Johnny, you think this is why guys like Winston weren't the artisans back then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they didn't, they didn't really roll over to the Dutch trading company back then and say, give me a couple of sculptors. What do you know about the penis, boys? Watch this. What'd you ca- what did you carve here? 
Christ, a, whittle I, that thing down. I carved this. Oh, my God. No, whittle it back. Make there's, it look more like mine. There is Olympic porn. Yeah, of course there is. And Gymnastics, here's a, here's a preview for uh, throat oh. Olympic tryouts right here. Oh. So you can with, with medals or what? <laughs> now that I'd watch. Bob Costas live in Helsinki for the throat Olympics. Anyway, it's an interesting thought. Because, uh, you know, it was a real, it was a psychological move to put those penises in the way they did. Kind of cool when you think about it. Sutton Holmberg's Morning Sickness, the 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Uh, this guy's emailed me. This is, you're going to like this. And it's kind of weird because we were talking a little bit about it this morning. It says, uh, Dear John, I like the emails that start Dear John and then the first word is Dude. Dude, I've really taken uh, your words to heart and made some changes in my life. Frankly, I might be the office weirdo. And we talked about it without this. He sent me this yesterday. I'm shy. I have friends, but not a ton of friends. None at work. I have low confidence. And I decided lately to just say screw it and open up. Start liking what I like without worrying what everybody else thinks. And I did this because you don't seem to have a fear of saying you love Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, and Harry Styles on a rock station. You said you're a fan of Nickelback, and I love Nickelback. I mean, love them. I recognize that some people don't, but I've decided to say, you know what? It's something I like. Who cares? So I've embraced my love of Nickelback, and I put two Nickelback pictures at my cubicle at work, and I do wear my Nickelback shirt sometimes. Well, the other day I overheard people talking at work. They now think for sure I'm going to shoot the place up. (laughs) They've alienated me even more. How do you do it? How do you do stuff without becoming crazy? I won't even start with how much I love Harry Potter. Brady made fun of a movie I loved the other day called Percy Jackson. I'm into fantasy movies. I want to be confident, but I just don't know how. Uh, Thanks to you, I think now I am the guy who's going to snap. You need to fix me, James. Talk to those people, James. I like Nickelback, but I also know not to start celebrating it. <laughs> you don't put them top of the list, but it's okay to say, yeah, Nickelback's good. I don't know what the what the beef is with Nickelback. They've got some good songs. It's uh, Stuart from Beavis and Butthead wearing the winger shirt. It was too far. You can secretly like winger songs. There's a couple of them I'm kind of can? Uh, yes. Right. You can't celebrate it. <laughs> You can sit back. I can't bring you in the car and go, dude, we're listening to nothing but winger today. I become a nutball. Like, I mean, there's a fine line to being confident with what you like and being weird about it. But you're not wearing a winger shirt out either. Right. It's the Dungeons and Dragons crew. I'm sure it's fun, but don't start wandering around in the gear. You, you, you take on a whole new persona. It's a new life to... There's a certain guild that owns it. Right. Yeah. You just gotta... Yeah. You, you, you can, you're sort of a dork. If you've got Nickelback posters in your cubicle, if it's not tongue-in-cheek, you're, you're, you're the office weirdo. You can't help but be that. It's like me. Have, like if I had an autographed picture of uh, Judith Light from Who's the Boss, which I used to. And I took that seriously, and I'm like, Who's the Boss? Greatest show of all time. I would be niche cool. Now, if How I... How did you get that? I, it was a long... Well, you knew somebody. Uh, yes. A friend ran into her at an airport, okay. and she had 8 by 10s And he's like, this will be hilarious. And he got three of them, actually. She was very quick to just hand those out. And he got okay. it. was in Burbank Airport. He got three. But, like, you, you can be niche cool and like something no one else likes. But if you get into, like, the pop cool and get too weird about it, then you then it's that fine line of being 
obsessed versus just confident. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because I love Dua Lipa. I'm a bit obsessed. But if I started hanging pictures and... You'd be like, all Wearing right. Wearing charms. And, <laughs> I do wear a, a sugar boo. Sugar boo. But you're the fan club. It's cool because it's funny. <laughs> like if I was like, stop laughing at my sugar boo. It's funny. Yeah, you're not serious. If I was like, hey. Yeah, okay. Eyes off the sugar Bro, boo. Bro, respect. Yeah, respect my sugar boo. <laughs> He's wearing a sugar boo necklace and he gets mad when we talk about it. Now then you're the nutbag. Didn't you say... Amy almost came to blows with somebody who who dissed Dua the other day. Oh, you can't diss Dua. Don't go, don't go bad now, sir. You know the room. Right. Read the room. If you got two people in sugar boo necklaces, don't start don't talking diss about somebody, Dua. Yeah, with pink hair. I'm not going into a Nickelback convention to tell people how much Nickelback sucks. There's too many of them. You're outnumbered. Nickelback convention. I'm I'm not, well, I would like to go to that. I'm looking that up. Yeah, there is a fine line to being confident with the things you like and being uh, just going overboard. You know, or you find that group, uh, yeah. but you're not you're not finding that group where right. you're working. That makes it tough. Well, you're just he's he. This dude's grasping at straws on how to feel relevant and okay. Like he's the he's the office outcast, and he wants to make friends, and he's shy and all that other stuff. And he's and you're not doing yourself any favors hanging Nickelback pictures. Up. <laughs> and I'm not saying find something that everybody else likes. That's I think it sounds like that's been the problem for him is that he's trying to like what other people like and he just doesn't so he's not fitting in like what you like and you know if somebody brings it up bring it up don't put it in someone else's face to make fun of because people will they will absolutely goof on you if you had you know pictures of leo sayer at your desk it's like what in the world is going on with this guy and you're not you know unless you're related well, or- well, that or you're you're kind of the office clown and you're you, you go ah that that uh, James is hilarious. He's got a picture of Leo. Remember Leo Sayre? And, and people, but when you're just all of a sudden, nobody talks to you, and you've got pictures of Leo Sayre. <laughs> you're, you're just a weirdo. I'm thinking about doing that. <laughs> Leo because you're Sarah. funny. Like a funny, yeah, I know. Where it's, did you pull that uh, one up? I, I mean, say, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah. Something was on his Spotify. I miss you more than words can say. I don't know why. I is that his? Oh, little, yeah, that's right. Miss yeah. you twice as much tomorrow. See, but if you're funny, you can do stuff like that. If you're not the, if you're not funny, Jeff, look at that. yeah. If you had pictures of that dude, but this is the one I thought you were talking about. Oh yeah, this is a oh, great yeah, song. Like yeah, this is the one I thought. Yeah, I, thought, yeah, I forgot about. You have to be sort of the office clown to make this work. <laughs> yeah, Whoa! Especially if you have a modern picture of Leo Sayer. <laughs> Richard Simmons, why such a long face? Yeah, he looks like Richard Simmons with Bell's palsy. You, are you playing the video? Yeah. No, no just the song. Oh, uh, you should show the video of this. All right, I'll I think it's on American Bandstand, maybe, or something like that. Because yeah. he exudes sex appeal. And here's the thing. I love Leo Sayer. I think these two I songs are great. I'm not hanging pictures of them. <laughs> Comes up on the Yacht Rock station all the time. Oh, and that station is great. You know, I fought all this. My dad thought I was gay. Fought it? How did you fight it? You were because well, I was the cool. type of person that you know, if I would have caved because other people didn't think it was cool, and I fell into that for a while, I would have never liked this out loud. I would listen to this in the house. My dad would walk by and go, "Ah, I knew it." He, he for sure judged me based on this. Gonna be dancing around a Leo Sayer. I mean, my dad wasn't happy with that. But it was the thing. Was like, hey, I like this. And there's nothing you can do about it. But if I started dressing like Leo Sayer, my dad would have stepped in and said, what's going on? That's the one. 
Bert Sugarman's, Bert Sugarman's Midnight, Midnight Special. Special. Welcome back doing You Make Me Feel Like Ooh. Dancing. Ooh. The one and only Leo Say it. Did I say it right? Yeah. <laughs> Lou wouldn't shake hands with Leo Sayer. There's no way. Some of that weird, uncool is going to wipe off on me. I ain't dealing with that. Right now, he was jealous that Leo's fro was a little bit better. Than his. I guarantee you, right now, Lou is backstage going, "This is some of the whitest I've ever seen in my life." Oh man, he's not, he's not even cool. No, 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 no. no. That's only half the fro, too. The drummer's the best part of this. That's a. Uh, like Michael Sarah. Yeah. Sounds good. So, okay, so there. So you can't be, I don't know why Leo Sayer came up as my I don't either. Matter, <laughs> Enjoy that ear word, Just saying, everybody. If I wore a Leo Sayer concert shirt to work, it would be funny. If uh, David, our engineer, wore it, people would worry. So you just have to know where are you going with that? It's John, this- i got to be honest. I think that uh, you've been lying this whole time about that old Trapper Keeper love notes. You, you've been <laughs> saying, it. I think it's at home, and you review and it every morning. Bringing, Nickelback love? Quit bringing that up. See, but there's the thing. You're going to make fun. I don't care. Right, exactly. If you don't like Nickelback and want to make fun of me for it, it still doesn't change that there's I like There's something it. that you get made fun of for right. all the time. But if you. I wore Nickelback shirts and meant it, it cha- everything's different. So, James, you email saying, how are you confident? How do you do it? You just are. You're not trying to show people something. You believe it and, it, and it and it's authentic. That's fine. You're trying to say, I like this. And I don't care that you don't. And that just invites more kind of headbutting. John, being you said it perfectly. Being confident in what you like is the perfect way to put it. Yeah. I finally admitted in public that I like Toto. But I'm not Toto. fighting anyone over it. Toto's I great. just like it. I didn't realize how much I like Toto until I listened to like three Toto songs after I heard one. And I'm like, hey, what else did Toto have? kind of good. I don't mind Toto until you get into like when they did the Chicago thing and did the whole like really mild stuff. I don't like like the early stuff, yeah. But a couple of Toto songs, I'm like, you know, it's pretty solid. You know, Air Supply. I have an Air Supply sweatshirt and people laugh. And then somebody, inevitably, every time I have it on, I saw them once. Uh, in El Paso, in like '91, uh, they're amazing. Like, okay, <laughs> well, you got this. Uh, this you got this band shirt too, Benny, and he's just flat out awful. Oh yeah, but this song still clicks. Don't go back to this. I'll be thinking about it all day. Don't do it. Don't do it. Damn it! Here it comes. Oh, here we go. Nope, it's not that wasn't the post. It's still going. Don't We've got do time. it. <laughs> We've got time. I mean, I'm not an idiot. I know how that song posts, and it's right about now. She's getting that one out of your head, too. I, now, see, again, as an office clown, kind of a person that people are like, oh, he's goofy, I would hang a Benny Mardonis poster in my office. Hilarious. Office weirdo does it? He's weirder. It's a great song, though. It is a great song. Video puts you off a little bit. Oh, yeah. But still, it's good stuff. So, yeah, you like Nickelback, like them, but don't celebrate it. 
just know it's baby steps back into being normal. And just how about just, you know, being confident with uh, essentially talking about your Dungeons and Dragons. You like them, but it doesn't mean you have to wear it on your sleeve. That's what I, I don't know. I don't know if that was an 80s thing where everybody just started to wear their likes and dislikes on their clothes. Like concert the, uh, shirts showed uh, up. the movie and, uh, Nerds movie kind of uh, coming out. Like, don't be nerds. afraid. Yeah. Yeah. But they were still nerds. You still categorize them as nerds. Right. They, they just, said just own it. Be that person. But they were basically saying conquer the fact you're not as cool as everyone else. And you're and, and rape the prom queen, which was also a terrible message from that movie. If you watch it again, you realize a terrible rape occurs right in the middle of it. Sorry, Betty. Yeah. But in the 70s, they started wearing, you know, six, I guess late 60s and 70s, you started to wear the things you liked on your on your clothing. And you announced your fandom. Now now it's all broken down and like, this isn't cool, that is cool. You like this, you're an idiot. You like that, you're gay. You're, you know, whatever. You don't know. But if you're the, if you're the guy that's trying to make friends at work, eh, Nickelback pictures ain't the way to start. It might be a conversation starter, but <laughs> if Britt and I are walking by going, hey, James, what's going on? Nickelback posters, huh? Cool. And then we're going to walk away and go, what is going on? Watch with that out. Guy? Watch out. I'm going to warn everybody. We're going to put an email out to everybody but James. Now we're in a retro factor because, you know, you're seeing the younger kids, a lot of ACDC, sure. Metallica. Yeah, which is cool. Van Halen. All sorts of stuff. It's like me wearing a Beethoven shirt. <laughs> it's, just, it's not yours, but go for it. You're allowed to like it. I think that's neat. I especially like when, like, Little Nas X, somebody, the last person you'd expect is wearing a shirt that says Metallica on it or Guns N' Roses. And you're like, that's I like that because it kind of makes me feel like music's going to start being a unifier again. Because right now it's a divider. And it has been for a while. Music divides you. If you like rap. And the only way it should divide you is if you like country because you should be divided <laughs> from society completely. But yeah. Well, good luck to you, James. But, you know, I don't know why. It, you know, it's the same reason I can make jokes about things other people can't without, you know. Because I think it's one of those things where I'm, I've become comfortable shoes. Brady's got that. You're comfortable shoes. We all kind of have that thing where it's like, eh, we know there's nothing coming from this guy that's like malicious or evil. So you can take a few of the weird punches. And Whereas somebody else says it, and it's like, we're going to take the job from that guy. Some people just have the ability to do that. Some don't. You might not be one of those people. So just know it. And Nickelback is not the... The move back into society. It's, it's, it's almost a thumb in the nose of everybody else going, you don't like me? Cool. Now I'm going to start wearing stuff that I know you don't like. I'm going to give you fodder to make fun of me. I would start like by just dressing different all the way around. Just be t-shirt and jeans guy. Safest, safest dude in the room. T-shirt and jeans at work. No labels, no nothing. Just plain t-shirts, jeans. And just be normal normalize yourself watch other normal people see what they do and guess what count how many people have winger nickelback or leo sayer pictures in their cubicle be like brady he had a a poster of oj simpson in his cubicle at the zone and everybody thought it was great so dick brady it was funny this is mugshot you walk by and it would make you go <laughs> every time because it was still fresh Pride and Joy still in his wallet. Pride and Joy was never funny. He thought it was. It was his dad's joke. He's never a <laughs> Is funny. Is it still joke. in your wallet? No. Good. Uh, what's yeah. Pride and Joy? Brady used to say, "Want to see my Pride and Joy?" And no, everybody'd be like, "No." And then he'd pull his wallet out anyway, and he'd take a picture out of uh, two cleaning solutions. Pride, Pride and Joy. Pride and Joy. 
Yeah, and he's still Christ. laughing. Look at him. And nobody liked that's it. Not, Brady that's thought not it was funny. Wrong. Nobody thought it was funny. <laughs> nobody nobody thought, thought it was funny. No one. Christ. There's a reason Brady didn't get married till he was almost 40. <laughs> the, Look, I'm going to leave now. Every Pride year, enjoys funny stuff. No, every year, Homeless for the Holidays, that thing yeah. came out probably half a dozen times. You want to see my pride and joy? Don't, I, and, and, I don't know. Showing if, their kids off. I don't know if you ever recognized it, but whenever you did that, <laughs> I went away. Oh, yeah, if I, I was standing that. next to you, I'd be like, oh, God, I don't want to be associated with that. Just, oh. And then I'd look back and Brady's stuffing a picture back in his wallet alone. Whoever <laughs> 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 he just told that to got out of Dodge. <laughs> So just recognize when you're a nutbag. You know, I admire him. That's proof you're a little bit normal. You're looking around going, I don't fit in. Well, now it's your time to try. Find your space to fit yeah. in. I got to find that. You're not unique. Oh, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. No. No, you don't. You're going to age into it eventually. Where, but nobody even knows what pride and no, joy is it's, now. Doesn't, it's not even a thing. You'd have to go to Best Western Housekeepers. <laughs> they wouldn't even know. Ideal smell. I didn't even know pride was a cleaning thing. Yeah. Henny, Henny Youngman days. I think that's where that's that is. There you go, Brett. There it is. Oh, that's There's the pride exact picture. Joy. You that's carried that? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> for a long time. Pride and joy. <laughs> what, do you yeah. get a whole pack of them for 79 bucks? <laughs> yeah, because nobody knows what either is. Pride and joy cards. No one knows what it is. He's still laughing at it like we... <laughs> pride and joy cards. Good stuff. And the, the well, owner of that joke, my dad asked it's if we wanted to see a picture of his pride and joy. And then he whipped it out. Yeah. My dad. <laughs> see, I said that. I basically got it from my I dad. I know you did because he used to bring it up too. And it was cuter when he did it. Cause... That's the exact picture and face. Yeah. <laughs> that's the exact one. That's good. That's an 8 by 11 I need one of those. I had one. You had a big pride and joy? Yeah, it was on my sales desk. Oh, Christ's sake. <laughs> You doubled down on that joke? I had that one. I had uh, OJ. Size. I had. Uh, oh, your whole desk was. Well, the OJ I had thing the John was fine. Tesh. Uh, yep, yeah. I have that now. It's in my uh, office currently. That's ironic. That's That can be considered funny because that's something no one had. The Pride and Joy thing is just a terrible pun dad joke. In case you were wondering, Brett, Pride waxes your furniture. Oh, okay. Well, no, Pride doesn't wax my furniture. Gloria does. <laughs> With Pride. <laughs> I don't know what she's using, but it works. <laughs> None of my business. <laughs> I give her enough money, and I leave for a Saturday, and she takes care of everything. You leave whatever day she comes. I'm I can't not go staying home. there. I can't. Be. She's there all day. I gotta find out what. I gotta kill a whole day doing something. John Holmberg's morning sickness, the ninety-eight KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, and by the way, uh. I don't know if you guys saw this. Have you, you haven't been to – Brady and I used to work at a radio station called The Zone here in town. Well, that's all changed now because The Zone is just a couple square miles of murder and mayhem now. It's the it's what they call the homeless encampment yeah. that just popped up downtown. That's by The Zone? It, no, it's called The Zone. Oh, The okay. And it is by the old zone, but it's called The Zone. So they call it The Zone. Uh, over the weekend, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a murder and then another murder where they beat the crap out of a guy, stuffed him in a dumpster, and lit him on fire. The right. zone is getting out of control. It's getting to be uh, where it's lawless. The cops aren't going down there. They're outnumbered. And uh, they don't want any services. Like a lot of them are saying, a lot of the, the homeless down there are saying, we don't need your help. We don't want you coming by. They're, they did this in Seattle. They own, trying yeah. to get their Commun- own zone. Well, they're, def- yeah, they're deflecting all the help offered. Mm-hmm. 
And it's right next to a place that offers food and help, but they're like the real stuff. Like, we'll get you a place. I'm going to help you. No, I don't want it. I want a handout, and I want this, and this This is the new, like, Lord of the Flies thing. Well, the judge just said, you got to get rid of that place. Uh, Maricopa County, you've got until July 10th to unload it. I'm looking at the thing right here. Um, the guy said, that's it. And I think that's like hitting a hive of scorpions. Like, we, this is good. We got them all in one spot, right? All the... Crazy homeless. For all that, the diatomaceous earth. And- yeah, yeah. So what we do, instead of, uh, uh, you know, tell them everybody's got to go, you build a big fence around it. We lock them in. We got them. We got them trapped. It's like a roach motel. Like, this is a group of people that aren't trying and don't want to be part of anything. People who play Fallout will understand that. You put a whole exactly. order around it. The city keep them in. buys the land from whoever owns it. And uh, we build a wall around, a big, giant wall around there and say, okay, well, then we're going to keep you in here. If you want to stay here, this is where you stay. We can't have you wandering around. Yeah, but Miles to Nowhere Hobbs would never would never do that. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way. I do, like, I do like that you've nicknamed her after a play song. <laughs> God damn it, you're going to make me do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Governor Kenny Hobbs. <laughs> Katie and stuff, and we've got a problem down there with the homeless, so um, we're just going to tell them to walk around. <laughs> can't be here. You don't have to go home. I know you don't have one, but you can't stay here, okay? Okay, thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Um, Being okay. so tough. That's it. See ya. I love you and you love Ladies and gentlemen, that was Governor Katie. So, yeah, we built a wall around them. On the flip side, if we had the Macho Man, she'd roll tanks through there. Oh, we wouldn't have a problem. Oh, man, it'd be brutal. The 10th. Like, I'll do it by 2. You give me till July 10th. She'll have a new building there. And it'll be like her. It'll be a new house. But, I mean, they're pooping in people's doorways. There's uh, If you've been down by it, and I've been once, a goof, that I spun around to construction, and I end up like, I'm in it. It's not that far from stuff. It isn't. It's in the middle of a bunch of stuff, too. But it's like, it's tents and plastic tarps, and there's a lot. It's a demilitarized zone. It's, it's, it's Skid Row L.A., only like on a smaller scale. Skid Row L.A. is I've just many seen little satellite ones. I haven't been down to the main zone. I flew over it. You can now fly over it and recognize it. When I flew back from Vegas, I looked down, I'm like, there it is. You can't miss it. Like, it's it's large. And, you know, they're crapping in doorways, and they're... You know, they're now the, and now it's kind of a criminal thing, and there's not a lot you can do about stopping that. It's mainly between each other, but it is kind of leaking into other stuff. It's definitely criminal to crap in someone's business storefront or someone's front yard. There's people who live close to that. So build a wall around it. Build a wall around it, and then have the ones that knock and say, okay, I don't want to be in here anymore. I'll take your help. Okay, got it. I can fix this. But hitting them. It's like hitting a beehive and then going, ah, oh, the bees are everywhere. We don't want them wandering around. We got them isolated. They're homeless. They need our help. Yeah, but this bunch doesn't. For some, Not all of them. But if you start building that wall around, they'll be like, what's going on? And then the ones that do want help will be like, oh, I didn't realize you were going to imprison us. Well, yeah, you guys are crapping on people's doorways. We'll build you a bathroom. And we'll build you, you know, like five baths. We'll put five bathrooms inside the walls. And then every once in a while, a truck will come by and drop some sandwiches off. And that'll be it. It's worth the investment to keep them from walking around. And the ones that want to go, I don't want to be in here anymore, knock. And then we let them out. And we like, but your next step has to be our way. We're going to help you out. 
There's drugs and stuff all over the place. They lock them out. Lock them out. That's horrible. Is it? Is it? If someone was taking a dump in your front yard, day after day after day after day, <laughs> and then they burned a body in a dumpster, uh, you'd be like, what are we going to do about this? And I don't think the best idea is to, all right, you can't stay here. Go find someone else to stand. Now they might stand in your yard longer. I can fix your zone. I could have fixed the that zone. Radio station. Won't I can fix keep this. expanding. That's the only thing. No, it won't. They're just homeless people banging into it. The, the ones that will be wandering around will be easier to spot. The, the ones that hang out down there don't want help. The ones that are out on the streets might want help. The people who have gone to that one have made it clear that this is like our city. But look, and there's but we're it's creating still the rules. expanding. Because there's yeah, they're more coming in. So we'll let it we'll let yeah. you in if you want in. You're more than welcome yeah. to go in there in this lawless cage. Fine. I just think even in the expansion—that's what like, you don't want. Yeah. Well, it won't well, no, expand outside the that. walls. If somebody wants to go in there and be lawless and whatever, that's fine. Then you pass the laws for the ones there. If you get caught pooping in somebody's door, you're going to jail for a good long time. But the ones that won't take help and they want to do drugs inside there and all that—good luck getting it. Like and if you deliver it in there, we'll lock the door behind you. You're not getting out that night. That's it. And maybe it, maybe homelessness expands. That's a different issue. But when we've got this bunch. That we can build the wall around. We can stop this one for a while. We are reaching a tipping point with that because, like, on the on the U-turn, so we, we pass through Vegas. Yeah. And we go Henderson, so we're, we're kind of skirting Vegas. Yeah. But off the side of nearly every overpass is a giant, and where there's really nothing going on is a giant encampment. Yeah. And we, even up in Salt Lake, there's off the freeway, going toward the airport, there's a giant encampment. We got too many free roamers. There's a lot of that. Yeah. So what if you like if you were to ask LA, hey, if it's a time machine, I can get you to go back and we could build a wall around just where they are. Would you do it? And they'd be like, heck yeah, because now they've been trying to. Well, we can't stay here anymore. You can't stay here. And they just move to another place. So God knows where the next place is. Let's just keep them in one spot. Five, six bathrooms. You're responsible for cleaning it yourself. Uh, you know, if you get loose, uh, we're going to keep an eye on. It. That's it. Build a wall around it. Walls work. Donald Trump taught me that. Build a wall around things you don't like. I enjoy that. They, you know, a lot of homeless pets exist. Uh, what do we do? We build a wall around it. We put them in a thing called a shelter. And the ones that don't want help, well, it's a different story. We can't start doing that to the, to the ones down at the zone. Well, we're going to have our youth. If no one adopts you in the next 30 days. But it's basically the pound for homeless people. Maybe it will get bigger. Maybe we build another place with walls. But right now we've got them trapped. And they're fighting help. So, okay. You don't want help? You get walls. money they spent in San Francisco. Remember when they tried to do those uh, homeless bathroom and showers? And it was just a nightmare. It would be too nice. They made them feel comfortable. You've got to make them even more uncomfortable. If you want help, it's there. There's plenty of people out there going, hey, we want to help you. And these guys are fighting it. We got one of the cops listening. He says, we, we go in and clean that place up a lot. And then the bleeding hearts start lambasting the PD for doing it and throwing out people's stuff. Right. They call it the village of the damned down there. You can't do anything. Yeah. Build a wall around it. Why are you imprisoning us? Because you don't want our help. We're trying. There's been plenty of groups down there that have said, hey, we want to help you. And they turn it away. Okay. You just do a little announcement. Anyone who wants help, uh, this is your last call. Otherwise, the wall starts being built today. We'll have that wall up in no time. And do it like the border wall, too, where they can see out. Just piss them off.
<laughs> Looking through this, I can't climb this thing. It's huge. It's perfect. I'm into walls. I like walls. I don't think they all work. I think there's some that are a little bit uh, far-fetched. Like, you know, an entire border. That seems a little bit crazy, but eh. Can't hurt to try. Because the plan right now is to just sweep them around. Move them over here, move them over there. It's just kicking the can to another place. Anybody poops in my front yard, I definitely want that person behind walls. I don't want to just go, hey, move over to Michael and Troy's house. What are you doing here? Because that's essentially what we're doing. And then Michael and Troy go, nah, you move over here. It's like leaf-blowing people. Nobody ever sees it get cleaned up. They just get blown over into another yard. we got to bag them up, is what I'm saying. We have to be a good landscaper. Bag these folks up. Put them in a big, giant bag. A wall. It's perfect. I've solved it. Once again, problem solved. The Zone. 101.5 The Zone. Can you imagine if we were still a station called The Zone and that started to crop up? How sad it would be. Those we got to change the name. We're now the homeless encampment. Have that thing wrapped in banners. Oh, oh we'd have the zone Signage. around it. In Which fact, we... I still have an old roll of zone banners. You should go down there and give it to them. Just like, you know, make them feel like they're... A couple uh-huh. of tents. Yeah, pretty good. Well, it'd be easier to fix the zone radio station or the zone downtown. Zone downtown. <laughs> zone radio station had too many dumb people in it. Too many dummies ran it from start to finish. Not one smart person was ever in charge of that thing. Uh, the better part is also, Brady, like when the Super Bowl rolls to town, the first thing they do is wall up the homeless. Yep. They know it's the real solution. Yep. Let's get them behind these walls, out of sight. They do it every time. Get them in one isolated spot, you know, lead them down the road with food, get them into a, and then close the doors. There were no homeless people downtown when I was down there for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Three days of the seven days that thing was here, wandered the streets freely. Just Sunday. I got some water at the Fries because Saturday night's game, uh, Kevin Ray and I may have tied a little extra on. So I was down at the apartment. I woke up and I needed water, so I went over to get water at Fries. I stepped over a man at the Arrogant Butcher, and people were in there, you know, on the thing eating. They didn't seem to mind that there was a dude in just a pair of shorts sleeping on his tennis shoes as a pillow right there on 2nd Street in Washington. But Holmberg. he wasn't there during the during the Super Bowl. That was a clean right. street, man. Holmberg, you're too much of a Simpsons fan. You're describing the plot to the Simpsons movie Escape from New York. Was that in the movie? They built well, a wall around Springfield, I, I know, Simpsons, the dome. Yeah, yeah they domed it. Sign Marcus Mang. Yep. Yeah, to keep Springfield out of other places that, you know, if they were nothing but trouble, if they started pooping on us. I'm all for doming Tucson. I have no issue with that. John, please... Get Katie Hobbs on the phone. We need a Thunderdome downtown. I would pay. Talk about season tickets. Sign me up and charge my card. Oh. See now. (laughs) The crazy in me says that would be awesome because it's kind of happening anyway. Thunderdome. (laughs) I don't know about this. You know, a wall would work in that situation, guys, because they probably wouldn't be industrious enough to dig a tunnel under it. I don't know if they're industrious. They don't seem to be too industrious. They find their ways to get the things they need and only them. But, yeah, you don't want help? We build a wall. I fixed it. You don't need till July 10th. And everybody's with you. We've got Tucson. What are we waiting for? Guarantee you their plan. (laughs) A lot of room. Their plan won't be as good as a wall. Yes. Mine can be even uh, the in the meantime. Let's just put them behind this wall until we figure out what to do. Did you know about this? Uh Uh-oh. John, you realize on your phone right now. Well, maybe not right now, but there is an app that shows you 
where all of the homeless are dropping their little brown logs. Is that right? There's a poop app? Apparently. I don't, I'm, I'm going to ask him what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> and who's the guy wandering around putting that up? <laughs> yeah. Is it like Waze? Where you just, you, yeah. re, you report oh, it? There's one. I better tell the others. There's like Go Pokemon where you're, you're trying <laughs> yeah. to find this yeah, stuff. Not augmented reality. You idiots out there. This. So whenever I walk by and see homeless feces, I pop you it in on. It? I pop it in on, and then other people walk. There's in one. Like, oh, an alert came up. We're close to someone's duke. <laughs> John, my wife, just turned to me and said, um, "This guy doesn't realize he's white, bald, and talking about putting people in camps." Yeah, where have I heard this before? <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah, but I'm not isolating by race or uh, religion. <laughs> just home. I don't know. It's the people who don't want help. I don't care what, what color you the, are. You're all just dirty to what me. What was the thing we can't call them now? We can't call them homeless. Are, oh, is yeah. It, is it uh, shelter challenged? Relocated <laughs> something or something like that? Like shelter challenged. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Shelter deficient? It doesn't bother me. Label them all you want. I'll build your house. Brett's <laughs> solution it, to this, we're finding at the bottom of Lake Mead. Let's fill that <laughs> right. sucker back up. I don't see a problem. <laughs> What about that? Uh, yeah, I don't think truckloads of people being driven into a lake is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Although Brett didn't hey, react to that at hey, all, I ten on uh, I think it's the Casa Grande, the old mall. It's completely they've changed. Oh yeah, that, that all the outlet mall. There's, out, there's bathrooms there. There's, yeah. What? Hey, that ain't a bad idea. Put them in a mall. Fiesta's yeah, it's only Casa there? Grande. Who cares? Just well, put yeah, them down there. Fiesta Mall. It's no, too close it's to too close, people. Yeah. Casa Grande, where weirdos live. <laughs> Nobody wants to live in Casa Grande. That's just a temporary assignment. Never once have I ever said, I'm going to retire, live my days in Casa Grande. Nobody's goal is Casa Grande. That's a stepping stone to something good. People, even people in witness protection are like, nah, no. yeah, I'll take my chances out on the streets. I, I'm good. I I'm think good. I'm a good fighter. <laughs> so take your, uh, what is this, Jake Rubenstein name and shove it up your ass. I'm staying. I'm the snake. You don't want to live in Casa Grande? No one wants to live there. No one wants to be in Casa Grande all the time. So, build a wall. And nobody's got civic pride. So you could do Brett's plan and just put them all in a truck and move them to someplace yep. else. Here, look, this is better. Screw up this city we don't care about. Enjoy Tucson. <laughs> I'm a Phoenician born and bred. Yeah, yeah, you're not. You're you not. Were. Get out of here. <laughs> you're not the pride of the town. Pack it up, pal. Well, then you know all about starting over. You know, if you're familiar with Phoenix. Anyway, it's a plan, and it works. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats this morning? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It is, it's getting there. We're getting near the end of the month, which means the factory Santa Cruz sale will be ending soon. So if you've been in the market for a new bike, head on down there. 20% off all winter clothing and 10% off all front suspension mountain bikes as well. So it's actionrideshop.com, or just go visit them down there on Gilbert Road in Southern. TV weatherman Ian Schwartz just said, the Chase building downtown is empty. Stick them in there. Yeah, I'm with the weatherman. Another good facility. <laughs> ah, <laughs> Grand's better. <laughs> That's great. By the way, Action Ride Shop, I've been talking with Josh yesterday because yeah. TV's Doug Hopkins wants an electric bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh sent some uh, stuff over to me, and I sent it to Doug. And Doug finally got to the crux of the issue of what he's worried about. I'm like, just go get it. Josh told me, he's like, yeah. Is this thing going to help my fat ass get up hills? And I just said, probably not. <laughs> just stick with cars. 
Why do you want to pedal if you're worried about your fat ass? You won't have a fat ass if you're pedaling up hills. So Josh is trying to help Doug out, and he's sending him solutions. Good luck, Josh. I don't know if this one's going to get me up a hill. You're not that big, Doug. If an electric bike shuts down and starts rolling backwards, you got bigger problems than your bike purchase. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's bogging down. This bike stinks. No, no. It's you. <laughs> yeah, if an e-bike, if a bike bike can't get you up a hill without going the other way because gravity's winning because you're too big. The bike's... Ah! Yeah, don't worry about the bike anymore. It's not the bike's problem. This bike stinks. Couldn't get me up that hill. Mm. Does the bike stink? <laughs> I think it's not the bike's fault. I think the bike was doing all it can. Uh, I don't care. Whatever you want to put up there. Uh, well, on the list, we got suicidal, Deftones, POD, Avatar, Mastodon, yeah. Acacia Strain, Limp Biscuit Ministry, Filter Avenged, Dokken making an appearance, and uh, Static X. And then somebody hit us up last minute, Nickelback. Let's San do San Quentin for James, the office tune. weirdo. It's a great song. It's a great Nickelback song. And you can start dancing around at your cubicle, James the weirdo. Give me a little San Quentin. More wall. It's a good thing. So I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm about solutions. I'm not about problems. I know if there was a homeless encampment close to me, and they said, we're just going to ask him to disperse. I sure would wish they'd wrangle him up first before they came up and then have a plan for it. Apparently, St. Luke's Hospital over on 19th Street in Van Buren's uh, closed, too, so we can pop them in there. Stuff them in there. That's still in the streets. Let's get them to the avenues, at least. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. Nobody wants it closing in on them. Damn right. Right, (laughs) You don't either. No, of course not. That's why I want them in a box right there. An inescapable cage. I want them to all be little mimes just trying to get out, just pushing on the walls. (laughs) Uh, it's San Quentin for James the Weirdo. It's uh, Nickelback. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's FamilyBBQ.com.